Hello, welcome to Closet Conversations. I will be your host, Kenicia. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am a mom of four kids, 21, 15, twins that are 12, wonderful kids. Um, They do work my nerves sometimes, but I love them more than anything in life. Then there comes the other love, is my husband. He is a truck driver. We've been married for 16 years, I think. I hope. Somewhere in there. Um, Great guy. Very supportive. Believes in my dreams. All that jazz. We have three dogs. Mm, Toph is the baby. Grundy is the middle one. And Loki is our big dog. He is the uh, alpha of the dog group. Amazing dog. Scary to see, but I love him. Let's see, what else? Yeah, that's about the sum of my house. Oh, we homeschool our kids. Um, we work outside of the home. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. I love crafts. I love people, but not too much. I'm introvert to my core, but I can interact with others. There's a name for that. I'm not sure what it is, but it exhausts me to be in a group of people. Um, But I do it because I have to. I got to work. I got to have money in my pocket, right? Too many kids, too many dogs. So let's talk about why it's called Clouds of Conversations. It's called Clouds of Conversations because I have too many kids and too many dogs. And so I don't have a quiet space to do anything. This is my, this is my quiet place. This is my, you know, tranquility area. This is where I come to find peace. And my kids know that if I'm in the closet, (laughs) that they do not touch the door. I will come out when I'm ready. Leave me be. And they're pretty good about that. I appreciate that about them. So that is why we're calling the Closet Conversations, because this is where most of the podcast episodes will come from, because this is where you'll be able to hear me, honestly. Let me be clear on my podcast. I'm not going to tell you that I don't cuss, because I do quite heavily they say that a person that cuss is the most truthful i don't know if that's true or not i know that i try not to lie unless it's absolutely necessary but i do cuss a little bit i do so let's talk about a few things if you don't mind first thing let's talk about this podcast and how it came to be so this podcast is something that I've wanted to do or felt like I I needed to do in a way for at least two years. And I am a very uh, critical person on myself. Like I am very hard on myself in everything that I do. I'm a perfectionist, which causes some issues as well. Um, I have anxiety And I struggled through a couple other things. But that made recording this very, very hard. I've had a lot of friends. They're like, oh, yeah, you can do it. Oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. You can do it. Which is great. I love them for it. But in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, nobody's going to listen to this. It's going to fail. It's going to be what it is. So um, I made a deal with myself. 
I said, if I do it, I have to do it by this day. I have to do it. My husband's like, cool, I'm going to hold you to it. I was like, great, God, I appreciate you. And so he has, um, this morning he was like, hey, you know, today's the last day to record that podcast. I was like, thanks, babe, for waking me up at 5 o'clock in the morning because I'm not doing anything but sleeping. Um, thanks, you're great. He's like, hey, I do what I can. <laughs> I was like, great. So at that point, I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh, God, I got to get up. I got to get up because I got to do this. Because if I don't do it now, I'm going to chicken out. Then we're really mad at myself, which happens a lot. And I didn't want that to happen. So then the question was, what are you going to talk about on the podcast? That's what everybody asks, right? And some people are very organized in their thoughts. And some people aren't. Um, Quite honestly, I'm not. I know that I have a wealth of knowledge. I feel like I have a wealth of knowledge to share with a, a group, with a mass audience, you know, or one or two people, whoever decides to listen to this. I appreciate your listening. That being said, I don't know what this is going to be about. Honestly, this is a journey for you and me. What we're going to do, what I can tell you, is that you will hear a lot about my kids. You will hear a lot about my husband and my family. You will hear a lot about me. You will hear a lot about my opinions, my truths, my flaws. Yeah, my opinions. I mean, I think I said opinions already, but, you know, you get the point. That is basically what this podcast is about. How I'm feeling, what's bothering me at the time, or what's entertaining me, and we'll talk about it. I will set up an email address. Actually, I do have an email address. It's closetconversations double zero at gmail.com. If you have any questions or something that you want to talk about, then please email me and I will try to do an episode about it. See, what else? This whole podcast is is nerve-wracking for me, though. It's nerve-wracking because the fear of failure is real. And what I don't want to do is fail. Who wants to do that? But at the same time, if you never try, (laughs) you can never fail. And that's kind of why I never did it. But I'm hoping that everybody gets something from this podcast. I hope that it helps some people and and that being said by helping people I have a few issues of my own and we will discuss those throughout this podcast I'm sure maybe not this episode but throughout it so I suffer with anxiety I suffer with um, depression at times I suffer with a lot of things and my kids are very much instrumental in keeping me balanced and focused. Like I said, they are very much a pain in my ass at times. But I couldn't imagine my day without them, right? Every mother says that. I think for the most part, most moms say that. But I truly do mean that. I don't know if they mean it or not. I don't, I'm not in their mind, but I truly do mean that. Let me tell you a little bit about my kids. My oldest one, I'm not giving you their names. They'll have nicknames if they ever decide to come on here. Um, But I'm not giving you their names because security, you know. Got to protect my kids. 
So I have a 21 year old. She's amazing. I have um, I have a lot of respect for her. She's an artist, but she doesn't realize how good she is. She thinks that she still sucks, and she doesn't. She is amazing at it. She can draw things by just looking at a picture on her phone or whatever and recreate it. She's an anime artist for the most part. And for the life of me, I never really understood anime. It was just a cartoon to me, which I found out is very offensive to say out loud. So I don't. She is a lover of dogs. So because somebody has put in her mind that she can't make money as an artist, she has decided that she's going to be a dog trainer, right? Which, again, is, is something I did not understand. I'm like, dude, you don't need to go to school to be a dog trainer. You can legit go on YouTube. YouTube can teach you everything. You can learn how to make a bomb on YouTube. I'm pretty sure they can teach you how to train a dog on YouTube. Whatever. She's like, no, Mom. There is a whole school. Okay, cool. So, she drops out of college. <laughs> That was a hard one. She dropped out of college and was like, I'm going to go to school to be a dog trainer. I'm going to learn dog behavioral, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it's called. I went crazy. I said, bro, this is crazy. Like, we're not doing this. Whatever. She got upset. I got upset. We said some stuff. I didn't say anything that I wouldn't take back because I say what I feel. Take it how you take it. I did some research. Dog trainers don't get paid a whole lot. However... If you get in a certain niche or a certain area, then you can you can make a decent living. So she wants to be a dog trainer for regular dog trainer. Um, she also wants to be a what is it called? What is it called? You know when you have the dogs that help the people? Service dogs, there you go. She wants to be a service dog trainer and we're trying to get her to look into the protection dog trainer because listen all my dogs can protect me like that was always the goal my husband's a truck driver all our dogs have to be able to protect us at any given time loki can protect us grundy and Toph, we're working on it um but she wants to be that and i have to support her because in our community sometimes supporting our kids comes at us backing off right like we have to step back and be like, you know what? This is your life. Do your thing. And so that's what I've had to do. It has not been easy. I've gotten her drawing more often now. She drew a beautiful piece of Goku from Dragon Ball Z. I don't know if you know anything about it, but whatever. She did a really nice piece on it. And she's like, ah, oh, it's okay, mom. I was like, ugh, dude, if I had a piece of your talent, a piece of your talent, I would be a whole different person. My life would be completely different. It's probably a lie, though, because I probably would have done the same thing she done and quit questioned my whole process and not done anything. Let's just be honest. But she's good. She's really good. And I wish she would stick with art because that's her thing. But, you know, confidence is a, is a fickle situation. So I'm trying to help build it. That's her. Love her. She has a wonderful uh, boyfriend who is in the Air Force Reserves now. And they've been together for so many years so yeah i'm really happy for her that's my oldest then my 15 year old daughter oh that baby she is the one that gives me a run for my money like she is the one and she is the biggest love bug she will love you and snuggle you until you don't want it anymore which is a lot for me um 
but I try because it's important to her. It's her love language, so I gotta I gotta give her that. But for me, I don't need you on me like that. But that's who she is. She is a fashion forward. It's all about me type of person. Not all about me in a bad way, but <clears throat> like she has yarn braids from time to time that I do that are multicolored, like neon colors for whatever reason, because that's how she's feeling, right? She wears strange outfits because that's her style. I'm doing air quotations in case you can't see it. Well, clearly she can't because you're listening. Anyway, she does, um, she cuts up clothes. Thank God we don't buy them full price. We buy them from thrift stores for the most part because she does cut up clothes. So I, I got tired of buying, you know, full price clothes. She is a part of a group of girls. I don't know if I want to say the name of them. But she's a part of a group of girls. And they are a sister um, affiliate kind of sort of. Like the little sisters group to a sorority. And she enjoys it. It's a great group of girls. And they're very helpful for her getting out. You know, being a homeschool kid. Speaking of homeschooling that child. Homeschooling that child. That sweet baby child of mine is like trying to pull the teeth out of a Rottweiler's mouth while they are fully awake. It is a constant fight day after day, week after week, because she knows everything. If you have teenagers, you already know. They know everything. You can't teach them nothing. You can't tell them nothing. They already know. Until they don't. And then it's, Mom, oh, my God, I didn't know. Can you help me, please? And it's like, no, bro. You had your opportunity, fam. I can't even, I can't, nah. It's all on you. And she's that kid. So if you ever disagree with her, you are stabbing her in her heart. How dare you do something so wrong? Yeah, she's that kid. But she's also super emotional, which is strange to me. She has a mouth... That is so sharp. Like she can cut you with her with her words. And I don't know if she does it on purpose, but she can. And she is emotional though. Cause if you give it back, because I can. If you give it back, then her oh, I can't believe you said that. Bob, you don't love me. All of that foolishness, right? And I'm like, no, boo-boo. If you're gonna give it to me, you gotta be able to take it. That's how this world is gonna work. This is how the world is. I'm trying to prepare you for the world. She don't want to be down for the world. So that's our constant struggle. Her and her dad are hilarious because they are very much the same person. And so they will argue with each other. Blow for blow until her dad gets tired. and He's like, okay, I'm done. And of course, that's when it stops because dad's done. We're all done. So boop, it's done. Well, they're all done because I can still go. I'm a grown-up. Can't tell me nothing. Anyway, so they'll go back and forth, and it's a horrible thing to listen to. Not really horrible. It's somewhat entertaining because she thinks that she's going to win, but she's not. And he's usually very valid on his point. She's just not trying to hear it until it's all over with. And then he'll be like, oh, yeah, give me a hug. She's like, I don't want to hug you. And, of course, she hugs him, and then they're all peas and carrots after that. It's the craziest thing to see. But... That all goes around homeschooling because she is, that is our, our fight with her. But she doesn't want to go back to public school. She hates it. But, yeah, that is our struggle. She is very uh, creative herself. 
Um, she just doesn't know what she wants to do. She does her nails all the time. She wanted to be a nail tech for a little while. Now she wants to be a marine biologist, but she doesn't want to work that hard. She said, somebody asked her what her dream job would be, and she said a marine biologist. I said, cool, let's start on that process. Let's get you some biology, some marine stuff, whatever. She's like, no, Mom, I don't want to work that hard, though. That's just my dream job. That doesn't mean I want to do it. I chuckled inside because I'm like, this dude is crazy as cat shit. But I just let it, you know, I let it go. Um, so now we're just trying to get her through high school. Whew. God bless us. This is not great for her. So we got a whole another three years. Or not. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. And then, let's get to my boys. I have 12-year-old twin boys. The oldest of the two is a small thin little fella i'm not gonna say small because he hates that he's not small he is uh thin he's very thin where his brother is very much not thin he's a, a rounder version he's a more fluffy version he's not fat he's fluffy and so they're really good kids the oldest one is very um he doesn't care honestly as long as he has food um not water, because he doesn't drink water. He hates water. As long as he has food and a PlayStation or a Wii. No. Is it a Wii? I think so. If a PlayStation or a game system of some sort, then he's fine. As long as there's food. Preferably circle meat, which is, which is what he calls it. It's actually summer sausage, which is horrible for him, but he loves it. And that's probably the only thing he really eats. So I really, I give him what he wants in that aspect. He is also homeschooled. He struggles with math. Math is our Achilles heel for him. He does not like it. I don't like having to teach it because he doesn't like it. I don't want to do things my kids don't like, right? But it's necessary. He tries. He's a very quiet fellow unless he's playing a video game. Then he's super loud. He's screaming and jumping around like a banshee. He is a lover he likes to give people hugs. He feels the energy. He's like, oh, mom, they need a hug. Let me go give them one. The problem with that is that society is trash, right? And if a boy, even when he was little, wants to come give you a hug or say hi, it doesn't hurt you to say hi back to the boy or the baby at the time. It doesn't hurt you to say hi to him. Don't look at him like he's crazy because he wants to say hi to you. Just say hi back. So, unfortunately, that's a problem. So, there have been a few instances where I've been like, hey, hey, bro, did you not hear my kid just say, how do you, like, you know, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, that's that's my approach because you're making my kid feel bad because he wants to say hi and be a nice guy. Don't make being a nice guy a bad thing because we need more of that in the world, if you ask me. But nobody asked me, but whatever. He will... Um, he doesn't want to make anybody sad or mad, so he kind of just says to himself, he's very much a loner. I don't know if that's good or bad, but he needs his brother. So, like, they need each other, but he's a loner. The younger one wants to be around him, and in some cases, in some cases, they don't. But, yeah, that's that's who he is, the oldest one. The youngest one 
is very much a boy's boy. Like, he wants to be football, basketball. He wants to watch all that. And I play it. He wants to watch all that. So, he does that. His dad has him learning how to play Madden right now. That's something that both of them are learning is how to play Madden because apparently it's important. So, the younger one likes to cook. He likes to try to cook anyway. He likes to build things with Legos, which is my passion. I love Legos. So, he likes to build things with Legos. He likes to cook. He is also a gamer. Um, They've been wanting a YouTube channel for forever. I just can't figure that thing out. I don't know why I can't, because it's not complicated, I don't think. It's just... I got a lot of things. I got a lot of irons in the fire. A lot of a lot of things going on. That finding out a YouTube channel was never was never on my plate. Like I never gave it real time. I need to do that now that I'm thinking about it. I have hmm, I need to think about that. But they're both beautiful boys. Um the younger one is more confident in himself and what he can do. He is uh, really good at math. He's not good at English. The other one is good at English and not good at math. Together, they would be a perfect little boy. But them being the two of them, they're perfect just the way they are. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. The younger one is, he's the baby. He does not like being reminded that he is the baby. That's how the older one wins arguments. Because the younger one may be bigger than him but he always reminds him that I'm the big brother you know remember that you can say whatever you want to say you can do whatever you want to do but remember that I'm the big brother and for some reason that is like you are slitting his throat like that hurts his entire soul when somebody points out that he is the baby brother that bothers him and it's so funny to me I'm like what is the deal like y'all were born like two minutes apart so what difference does it make what two minutes does it really make a difference apparently it does so, yeah, that's them. Let's talk about my husband. Since we're talking about my family. My husband is a great guy. I am older than him. Yes, honey. I'm older than him by 16 whole days. 16 whole days. I mean, I'm robbing straight cribs right here. Anyway, we dated for, I want to say four months before we got married. He was my dude, though. Like, we've known each other for a while. And he was my... He's, like, my best friend. Like, we've known each other for a good minute. But we only dated for four months. And so, you know, things happen. Slip-ups happen. Um, and whatever. But we've been married for 16 years. And if you're doing the math, you're like, whoa, you got a 21-year-old child. I do. But uh, like I said, slip up happens. Slip ups happen, and I've known him for a while. You know, yeah, it's truths. Get it? Um, why y'all love my business? Anyway, um, he's a great guy. He helps to balance me. Being married has not always been easy, and if you are married, you completely understand that statement. Um, my husband is. A commissioner of a Madden team. 
He is a great dad. He's a great husband. He is very supportive. He is a jokester that sometimes I appreciate and sometimes I don't. Um, His jokes are corny and most of the time completely inappropriate, but I love him for it because it does break up the, the shenanigans that would be going on at the time. He's been a truck driver for most of our relationship and I've grown used to that because my dad was a truck driver my uncle's a truck driver um all the men of my life have always been truck drivers I don't know why that is but it is um he's a good guy I keep saying that but he is though he helps to balance me even when he is on my nerves which is often he balances my my attitude and my personality because he is very much a laid-back type of fellow um he's very quiet and if you know me and I know you then I'm not quiet like I'll chit chat with you all day if I know you if I don't know you however you can you don't miss me because I'm not trying to talk to you um I'm working on that 2020 I'm trying to work on that um but he is very much he's very much my rock and he makes me feel very confident in myself, uh, in my body image, and just period. He's a very supportive fella. I'm a little fluffy. And he's like, you know, still, hey, I still like you. It's like, yeah, I appreciate that. You're supposed to, though, but I like it. Um, he has a couple of Nerf guns that he likes to uh, run around shooting kids with. And they have them as well to shoot back. Let's see what else. He likes to wrestle. And when we were younger, wrestling was cool because, you know, my body was ready for it. But now that I'm older, I'm a girl of a certain age. And my joints are not quite as receptive to wrestling as they used to be. So, just for an example, we were sitting and watching TV the other day. He said something. So, I stepped over him. Because he's laying on the middle of the floor. Why are you laying on the floor? I don't even know. But you were. So I step over him. And he commits to grabbing my knee. And bending it for me. To make me go to the ground. Right? I got knees that aren't so happy. Right? And the one that he chose to uh, aggravate. Was my worst one. I was like, oh. My bad knee, babe. What are you doing? Well, how was I supposed to know your knee was bad? Really, bro? We've been here for how long? And you know all everything else. How you don't know my knees is bad? He didn't stop. He was like, you quit? You tap? No, bro. I'm not going to tap. I'm never going to tap because that's not who I am. But I do need you to let me go. So he eventually let go because he's like, fine. If you're not going to tap, you're just not going to participate. Whatever. He was upset. So as I got up because I was mad already. Not mad, mad, but just a little bit mad. I got him. I punched him in the gut, right? Because, you know, we wrestling. That's what we do. He's like, wait, man, you cheating. Am I, though? Because you got a, a shot at me by trying to take my knee out. The least I can do is give you a little gut check. Get your life together. So we did that. He jumped up real fast. I kind of ran off because I didn't want no parts of it. And that's kind of how it ended. He didn't come chasing because he got bad ankles. So he wasn't going to come chasing me. So, yeah, um, he cooks, um, he cleans, he does a lot of things. 
that dude is a good dude because I don't do most of that. Like, I don't, I hate cleaning up. And he is, like, that clean dude. Like, he will come behind me and pick up my clothes and, like, dude, pick your clothes up. No, I don't, no, thank you. Because I will walk out of my clothes. I don't even care. This is my house. I'm a grown-up. I pay bills. If I don't want to put my clothes in a dirty clothes hamper, guess what? I'm not putting them in a dirty clothes hamper. Whereas his side of the room is, like, so clean and so pristine, right? Like, it's not clean, clean, but it's, like, organized. Like, there's no clothes on the floor. My side? Child, listen. Clothes everywhere. And I really don't feel any kind of way about that, you know? When my brain gets super foggy, then I clean it up. Because, you know, you clean up your space, it clears up your mind. I don't know how that works, but it works for me. So I'll do that. But he's very clean. Let's see, who else? Um, Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about being married to him. I'm pretty excited about my kids. Um, Myself, I am a woman of a certain age. I ain't telling you how old I am. Not right now, no way, because I don't know you like that. Anyhow... Um, I am a lover of my kids. I am a person that loves to help others. I love to see other people smile. I love to see other people happy. And from that, it usually takes a lot out of me because it makes me do something that I'm not usually comfortable with. Because I know that somebody needs to smile, so I'll step out of my comfort zone to make you smile and then go home and cry about it or go home and just go to sleep because I'm exhausted from the energy that it took to make you smile. But it's important to me because I feel like everybody deserves to be happy at least one time in their life. And if I can get that to you for 10 or 15 minutes, I'll sacrifice a piece of my, you know, piece of my mental stability. Not really. A piece of my peace just to give you a little bit of a happiness, you know? Why not? So that's me. Um, I like to cook. Nope. I like to bake. I don't like to cook, but I like to bake. And I that's probably why my family is a little fluff on the fluffy side because I do bake quite a bit. I don't want to sell my cakes or delectable treats because I don't think they're good enough, to be totally honest with you. People say they are. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but whatever. I don't think they are. So I would never sell them because, I don't know, call it not believing in myself. I don't know what you want to call it, but I don't think they're good enough to sell. So they're not going to be sold. They're just for family and friend consumption. Let's see. I love dogs, clearly. I love having dogs. I don't have to touch them, but I like them being in my house for my security and for my children's security, I love my family. My unit is what I call them. I love my unit, and I'll do anything for my unit um, to make sure they are right. Because being right is super important to me. And I want my kids to be law-abiding citizens, you know, con- contributing to the world. As long as I can make that happen, I'll be fine. I am, I do like crafts, I do a lot of crafting, but I never complete them, because I feel like I have like adult onset ADD, and so staying on one subject, which I'm sure you've already noticed in this whole podcast, staying on one thing is really hard for me, because I get bored, and so finishing a project, I have like at least 10 projects right now going on that I haven't finished, and probably won't finish, to be honest, because I'm over it. 
Um, I've learned I have to do short, sweet projects because otherwise it's a waste of money. I'm, let's see, what else about me? I do have anxiety. I do have depression. I do have um, a hard time loving myself. I think a lot of women have that, but I'm just I'm just gonna tell you this what it is. Um, I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I am not good enough for anybody. Honestly, there are times when I feel like I do not deserve the life that I have, and I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but I do. And my husband's always quick to remind me, you know, like, what do you think you've done so bad in life that you think you don't deserve this? And I'm like, I've done some things. I've done some things I'm not proud of. Like, I've done, I have. But I just feel like my kids sometimes, when on my dark days, I feel like my family could do better than me. And that's kind of creepy to say it out loud. Because who says that about themselves? But... On this podcast, I want to be totally honest with you guys. If you like it, cool. If you don't, hey, I'm doing this for those one or two people that actually want to hear it. So, yeah, that's my truth. Um, I struggle with my body image, as most women do. I think that I'm fat, and I probably am fat, actually, but I'm working on it. Um, I'm not as big as I used to be. I've lost a few pounds. I lost some inches. Really, I haven't lost pound. I've lost inches, which I'll take. I'm not upset about it. I'm proud of myself in those aspects. I have asthma. I had asthma since I was four. And it has been a hell of a ride. Two of my kids have asthma. Um, and two of my kids do not. Let's see. What else? Right now, I'm on a plant-based diet. I have been plant-based for a minute I was playing bass for two years and I stopped last year because I don't know I just wanted some meat and some eggs so I did that but my body felt horrible so I have returned to a plant-based diet that transition back has been interesting it has been hard because I'm used to it but it's been interesting it's often hard for people to understand that I made it as a choice. Like, it's not something I have to do. It's a choice that I made. So, yeah, I'm doing that right now. And that's really hard in the workplace because potlucks. Nobody brings plant-based food for potlucks. Like, legit. So, I basically am sitting there eating a peanut butter sandwich on some vegan bread, which is some good bread. Oh, my God, the bread is so good. I get to count with the seeds in it. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's what I do for that. I'm African-American woman, and that is a challenge in itself. Um, Being an African-American, plant-based, homeschooling mom is, I feel like I'm a unicorn. (laughs) In certain times, I feel like I'm a unicorn, because people treat you like one, like, what? You don't eat meat? What? Your kids are homeschooled. How are they going to get socialized? Oh, again, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But, um, I do love people. I just love people in small increments. Very small increments. And if I like you, you know that I like you. 
if you don't know that I like you, then you, I probably don't, honestly. Um, but again, I'm working on that too. I'm working on being more open and honest with my circle, with my unit, um, with the people that are important to me. I have lost friendships, I think, and are long friendships that I thought were solid because of my ideas or because of the things that are important to me. And that has shook me a little bit in the last couple of months. It has shook me and I was not prepared for it, but shit happens, right? So either you deal with it or you don't, I'm trying to deal with it and it's been kind of hard. And my husband says that I'm a zero tolerance friend. And for people that don't know what a zero tolerance friend is, let me explain. He says that I am a person. First of all, I have a hard time making friends with girls. I don't know why, but I try. So he says that I am a zero tolerance friend because whenever a friendship is good, it can be good. But as soon as somebody does something that I don't like or that is against what I stand for or whatever, then it's like a one strike and you're out situation. Like I don't give people chances. And at first when he told me that, it really pissed me off. Because I was like, how dare you sit here and call me a zero tolerance friend? Like I'm not that person, right? I sat back. I came into the closet, sat down, thought about it, marinated on a little bit. I am. I am that person. But I feel like I'm that person because I'm giving you authentic me. I expect you to give me authentic you. If you're not going to give me authentic you, then I'm not finna fool with you. Like, as soon as I find out that you bullshitting, basically, I got to let you make it. Because I don't have time to play with grown women. I don't have time to play with people. If you want to play games, you go somewhere else. I'm not that I'm not that person. Don't come here with that. But I do want friendships. Because unlike other people... I don't have a circle of friends that I can come to and be like, hey, girl, let's just come get some wine together. First of all, I don't drink wine, but I don't have that group. I used to have that group, I think, but somehow or another, it fizzled out. I don't know if it was my fault or if it just naturally happened, but whatever. I don't think it was really, yeah, I don't know. So I'm trying to get that circle back together because it was a good circle, you know? And there were some hiccups, you know, and I, and I went through that and and I made it out without canceling anybody. So I'm trying to get that back together. So ladies, if you're hearing this, let's get it back together. But I do need a bigger circle. I need a circle that understands me and loves me for who I am besides these three ladies, because I'm a lot and that's a lot to put on people. So I would like to spread the wealth. So, um, I need to work on friends not work on it, but work on being a better friend. I think I'm a sucky friend. I think I'm a sucky friend because I don't like to call people. Oh, I hate talking on the phone. I hate it. I would much rather text you. But on the flip side, I don't like texting because I feel like your statements can get misconstrued. Like people don't understand it or they read it and they, in the way they think that it's supposed to be said, not the way you want to say it. So I'm like, oh, if you got a question, just go ahead and call me. Like sometimes it's easier. But don't expect me to be on the phone for five hours because I just can't. I just can't. Jesus Christ. I just cannot. So, um, yeah. I'm working on it, though. I'm a work in progress. Right? I'm a work in progress. 
Um, what else about myself? I have no hair. I shaved all my hair off because I, you know, like NDRE says, I am not my hair, you know, so I cut it all off to start over. And I just haven't let it grow back because I like washing my hair and being done in like five minutes. So there, that's, in a nutshell, that's who I am. Yeah. I just want everybody hearing this to ultimately get some kind of joy or peace or giggle even if you if that's what you feel like you get from it god bless you get a giggle out i want you to get something that either makes your day better or just takes the edge off that's basically what this is and if you got laugh in my life i'm not mad at it i laugh at it sometimes myself I'm totally okay with that. And that's basically, I just want to help people. That's what I want to use this podcast for. The grand scheme of things, I just want to help people. You know, I want people to to be happy with their lives for the most part. And if I can do that, then I'm okay. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to think that this podcast is not good enough. As I'm recording it, I'm thinking, oh my God, why'd you say that? Why'd you say that? And I'm not going to edit these because I want you to have the authentic me. So you're going to get all the ums and so's and oh yes and all of that because that's who I am. I don't want to give you all a polished version because nobody in my life gets a polished version. So why should y'all? So that being said, we're going to wrap up this thing just by saying um, you've been listening to Closet Conversations with Kinesia. And I hope that you have gained something from this besides knowing who I am. And that you come back and listen to another episode. Don't know when that episode is going to come out. I'm not going to even lie to you. I'm going to try to do two a month, um, to be totally honest with you, starting in March. But I'm not sure that I don't want to be holding myself to any kind of, you know, rigid schedule okay you get it when i give it no i'm joking i'm joking but for real you do get it when i get it anyhow um i think you guys are amazing and if you're listening to this you're a step closer to i don't know joy i guess a little giggle whatever i don't know smile on your face that sounded stupid but whatever you know what i'm trying to say <sighs> thank you guys for listening Again, if you have any uh, questions or any topics you want to discuss, the email address is closetconversations00 at gmail.com. Again, closetconversations00 at gmail.com. All right, you guys. Y'all have a good rest of the day. And thank you for listening.